0: Right. Yeah. Let's get it Let's Hi everyone, welcome to, I don't really know how to address this actually. I don't know if I should address the podcast first or my YouTube channel first because if you are not watching the video version, I am actually recording this for my YouTube channel as well because this is for like a few reasons. Number one, I love video versions of podcasts. Like if you have a video version, I'm I'm clicking, I'm watching, I'm subscribing, ASAP, because I just am a visual person, so I have to like see who's talking. And I feel the same thing when I am recording. Like I need to have something tangible, like a camera to look at and talk to. Instead of just like wandering and looking around the room and then I get really distracted and then I'm all over the place. So this is better for me. Keep me like, you know, on track and not distracted. And then last reason is today's episode is a very, very important one. And I wasn't sure if I wanted it for a YouTube video or a podcast episode. Decided I wanted it to be on both because today we're talking about my breakup and the only time I really talked about this was in like my breakup video and I've mentioned a few things of like what I'm going through in like vlogs but I feel like there's just so much more that I want to talk about especially if I want to like update you guys and tell you how I'm doing I feel like I can't tell you my healing journey and where I am without telling you where I was and what I was going through because my breakup was like around five-ish months ago and I feel like this all started end of last year so there's like a lot to talk about and I honestly want to start kind of from the beginning because when all this started it was a very very tough time in my life and you guys kind of knew that I mentioned it in a YouTube video but I didn't go into detail on it at all but the end of last year Okay, let's just like let's just dive right into it, I guess, because I'm just I'm just starting. Okay. Going back to like November, December of last year, I was going through it. I was going through it. That was such a tough, dark time in my life because I was having a lot of anxiety attacks, which I hadn't had anxiety attacks in a while here and there at my apartment. And I honestly was wondering why I was having anxiety attacks there. It was weird. But there was one month, November in particular, that I just felt so not myself and that was causing a lot of anxiety and I remember one day I had a very, very scary anxiety attack and it was in the shower and afterwards I just couldn't shake the feeling. Like Usually when I'm feeling anxious and stuff, I have things that really help me center myself and calm myself and make me... Feel good, and I'm able just to like shake it off. And okay, that was not fun, but it's over. But this time, I I just felt stuck in it, and it honestly lingered for a couple of days, and that never happens. So I decided to go home and like be at home with my mom and talk to her about things. My mom is literally my therapist. I tell her absolutely everything, and she helps me with everything. I ended up having a conversation with my significant other, and we. One thing about us is I felt like we had really, really good communication in, in certain ways. So I could tell him about this and like, what are we going to do from here? Like, what do I want to do with how I'm feeling with my anxiety and stuff? And uh, I decided that I was going to split my time between the apartment and being back at home because just with what was going through my head and all of my anxiety attacks and stuff, I just felt like I needed to be home with my family. So that's what I decided to do. He respected that. And uh, honestly, That was the beginning of like me moving back home because I said I was going to split my time between the two places, but it honestly ended up being a lot of time at home. I, I just felt very, very comfortable there obviously being with my family and stuff. And it just felt like it was where I needed to be to get my life together and get my head on straight and get my shit together. In December we had a pretty big fight and I was also in therapy at the time. So I was talking about this with my therapist and it was honestly a fight that was like, do we break up? Like, should we not be together? Which was very scary. And I felt like at this time, because there's, I think there's stages in a breakup and they're very similar to the stages of like grief. When like someone passes away, it's just loss. It's honestly just like the stages of you going through a loss. And the first stage is denial. And I felt like this is when denial started because I was like, no, there's no, there's no way like we can fix this. And we, there's things that we can do. I was in complete denial. I was like, no, there's, there's no way like we, we can do these things and we we can make it work. Like we'll be okay. We will be okay. So I decided to sit down with my significant other and tell him all the things that like I needed in the relationship. And these were guys, these were bare fucking minimum things. Like bare minimum things, things that we just were not doing because we got very comfortable in a relationship. I was just like, you know, we've been together since we were 17, 18 years old. We are now about to be 24. I need different things than what I needed when I was 17, 18. And I, and I felt like our relationship didn't evolve and progress with us. And I also felt like we evolved in and grew in different ways where we became very different so it was like two different aspects there that just like was really tough and really frustrating I realize now because now I see it post breakup and how I see the world now is now I see the world so differently I see the world as so big and so open when I felt like at the time I didn't see it as that the world just feels different and I needed it. I needed more experiences, and I told them that. I was like, I want to experience life, and I want to do that with you. I'm 23, 24 years old. We need to do things. And it was a really good conversation. I felt like it was a very mature conversation, and he said he was going to do those things. And I also was like, and I have things that I need to work on in a relationship too, so let's do them. Like, we need to make this, the conscious effort of doing those things. So that was in, like, January of this year. I couldn't keep saying and reiterating things that, like, I needed because I sat him down and told him the things that like I needed and I and I've told him before It wasn't like the first time, you know, but changes like weren't made and Post-breakup I have come to peace with this Because it's so easy at the time like everyone tells you like if he wanted to he would that's bullshit Okay, let me let me tell you I don't believe in if he wanted to he would because if I did I would hold a lot of anger in me and I don't think I would be able to have, to have had a healthy breakup, um, and still be on good terms with the person I was in a relationship with because I think it's either if he wanted to, he would, or he wants to, but he's not capable of it right now. And I don't think my significant other at the time was capable of doing the things that I needed in a relationship. But I couldn't stay in their relationship and wait on those things to possibly happen. I felt like I had a decision of choosing him and things possibly getting better and changes being made. And and maybe those changes will will work out and work in our relationship. Or do I choose me and choose my future and choose my happiness and choose what, what I want? out of life and I know with this option, like I know with this option I'm gonna end up with what I want. But if I choose him, I don't know if I'm gonna end up with what I want because I don't know if he's gonna make those those changes. Like I don't know if he's gonna do those things that I'm asking for. Those those bare bare minimum things, maybe can I wait around for them, like not knowing when it's gonna happen? Can I keep in this relationship like hoping for those things? Or do I step away and heal myself and work on myself focus on myself and just see what happens you know so those were like thoughts going through my head honestly like the day that we broke up it's weird it's really weird the day we broke up it was actually the day after our six year anniversary of our first ever date which is what are the odds what are the fucking odds of that i had to be like no this is done And I need to step back because I'm so tired. I got to the point where I was not only tired of arguing and fighting with someone that I love. Tired of trying so hard to like hold something together that was so clearly pulling apart. Like more and more every day, but I was also just tired of being tired. And I got to that point where, like, after we broke up, like, literally that day, I remember calling Cat because <laughs> Kat's also my therapist, I tell her everything as well. I remember calling Kat and being like, Kat, I'm just so tired of being tired. I'm tired. I'm so emotionally tired that I don't know. Like, at this point, I was like, I don't know if we should be together or not be together, but I, I'm at a point where I just need to step back and be alone and, like, recharge myself and pour things into myself because I just feel so tired and so drained. I'm crying just because I'm thinking of how I felt at that time, and that's something that I've been going through a lot recently is, like, feeling emotions of past me and trying to, like, work through those that day was like really really tough obviously obvious reasons after that i had like the worst two weeks ever (laughs) like the worst two weeks of my my entire life that was like that was sadness that was sadness (laughs) i'm talking about like the stages of, of a breakup loss grief everything that was like the sadness era sad girl era for sure heavily in the sad girl era i was emotional a lot of the time i cried more than i didn't cry i i didn't i didn't think like i was so puffy like my whole face i felt like my whole body was just like i remember going to this workout class i went to a hot yoga class and i literally was just sweating out all of like everything that I had in me. It felt so good. Like highly, highly recommend if you are going through anything, go sweat it out, baby, sweat it out because it literally feels like you just like whoosh, got everything out of you. You don't even have to work out. Like go in a sauna. Go stand outside and sweat your ass off. Put a ten hoodies on and go sit in the bathroom with the hot shower on. Like literally just sweat it out. Um, but at the end of the workout she had us like lay there and she turned all the lights off and she was like okay just breathe and let your body know that you're in recovery mode <laughs> and that uh, that hit me like a fucking truck. <laughs> that hit me like a train. I was like I just had to tell myself like you are in recovery mode. Like you are you're you have to heal now. You are healing. After that, we ended up like still kind of being in contact, but we got in another kind of argument and it felt like we're not even together and we're arguing like this, like this, this is not working. So that really felt like final of the decision because I told you before, like, I don't know if we should be together, if we shouldn't be together, I just need to be alone. And once I had that like alone time, I was like, oh, I have another option than this. I don't have to choose this. I can choose what I've been doing of healing and being alone and working on myself. So that felt like, okay, I made the right decision. And after that, I, I didn't have weeks, like how I did those two weeks of just like pure crying and heavy, heavy, heavy sadness. I had like a couple of days where I'd be really sad and then I would, you know, go hang out with friends and do things. And then I'd have a couple of days of being sad and it was just, told you guys, waves and ebbs and flows. That's the name of the podcast, baby. So it was all over the place. I was all over the place. And with that, guys, people tell you that like with breakups, it takes time. It just takes time. Time heals everything. That's the truest thing anyone has ever told me in, in, in the, this whole thing of being in a breakup era. Time heals everything. You feel sad today, but you don't know how you're going to feel tomorrow. You don't know how you're going to feel in a couple of weeks. You don't know how you're going to feel in a year. Time felt so scary because I was like, I can't imagine life without him. And that scares me. I can't imagine not having him in my life because he was not only my boyfriend, but he was my absolute best friend for the past five and a half years, almost six years, basically. So the thought of like being without him hurt like no other hurt like a bitch. (laughs) It hurts so badly. I couldn't imagine it. And, um, I really just couldn't think I couldn't imagine it. So I didn't allow myself to even try to, I was like, I'm not even going to think about a week from now. I'm not going to think about a month from now. I'm not even gonna freaking think about tomorrow. I'm going to think about the 24 hours that are ahead of me and what I'm going to do in those 24 hours to make, to make it good, to make myself feel good. And that's the biggest advice that I can have for you. Do not do not even think about the future yet because I don't even think up until now maybe 5 months after my breakup now I could start to think about the future and now I could start to plan things before it was terrifying to think to think of that now I have to like consciously remind myself like okay we can plan because the future isn't scary anymore it doesn't scare me but 5 months ago it would it would send me into a full blown like breakdown, literally. After that, so after the sadness, I went through anger. Okay. So anger hit me like a fucking train. It hit me like a bus. It hit me like a plane. It hit me like a fucking submarine. It hit me so hard. Just one day I was driving home. I literally remember this. And a lot of the time my self-reflection happens in the car or when I'm at the gym, the two places. Where I just feel like everything hits me a lot of the time, which it is not great because, guys, the people at my gym, they know I'm going through some shit because the amount of workouts I have, like, cried through, I can't even count. I'll walk out of the sauna and I'm just, like, full-blown tears. I'm stretching in the other room. I'm crying. They're like, she's going through some shit. For sure. For sure. You know? But no one bothers me and I love that. Or in the car, such a safe place because, like, no one's watching me. Or maybe they are. I don't know. Couldn't care less. Have my breakdowns, listen to my podcasts, meditate, self-reflect. It's amazing. Highly, highly, highly recommend. I was driving home and I was thinking, and I just had this overwhelming feeling of just being mad and angry. And it just came out of nowhere, which I was so confused by. And when I got home, I was talking to my mom again, you guys, reoccurring theme. I was talking to my mom and I was just like, you know, I'm so mad at everything But I was really mad at the person that I was in a relationship with. I was really mad at him because I was like, I'm sad that it got to a point that he didn't do those things that I had to leave. And now I have to go heal myself and figure myself out and, and go find that, I guess like eventually or whatever. But like I had to go somewhere else for those things because like I wasn't getting them in my relationship. And that's where I told you guys like, Making peace with, if he wanted to, he would, or if he wants to, but he is is not capable of it right now. That's where that came in. So anchor didn't last that long because I really made peace with it because I was sitting with it and I, and I let myself feel all of those emotions. That was the next day where I had like the full on like breakdown at the gym and I was like, I need to go home. <laughs> These people do not need to see this. I need to, someone. Mom, come pick me up, please. I'm glad that I made peace with it. There's a lot of things where you just have to make peace with that it didn't work out and that you tried your hardest. And now you're moving on to your next phase and your next season of life. I've made peace with so many things because I've had to. Because I don't want to hold on to the anger, the sadness. I can't. Like, I, I can't. I need to just let those things flow through me as they happen and let them go. Because like holding them in, Sis, not doing you any good. Not doing you any good. The biggest thing is just like feeling every single thing that you are going through, not pushing away any of the emotions. Like when they come, sis, they come. There was times where I was hanging out with friends and immediately after I got in the car and I just started crying and I don't know why I'm crying. I wasn't even thinking of things. I wasn't even thinking of him, but I just get in the car and I literally start crying and it's the weirdest, weirdest feeling because I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Why? Like I did feel off. Like it, it doesn't actually come out of nowhere. I feel off. I know I do. And then I get in the car and I'm like, <laughs> I hate everything. That happens. <laughs> it honestly still happens sometimes, but it happens less. And that's what I'm telling you guys. Time heals. You'll realize you're crying every day and then you're crying every other day. And then you haven't cried in three days. And then you haven't cried in a week. And you haven't cried in two weeks. It will hit you again. Like, I'm not saying it's not going to hit you again. I don't, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to stop. You know, I'm not thinking of that, but I do know that it gets better as time goes on. I've realized, like, I remember waking up one day and I had a bad day and I texted Kat and I was like, I'm going through it. Like, why am I feeling like this again? It just hit me like a train once again. Everything that I, like everything I felt the last time I had a breakdown over it. And I'm like, I thought that I told myself those things to like make myself feel better. And I self-reflected and I wrote it down and I gone through these emotions before. And I told Kat and she was like, think of the last time that you cried. And I was like, it was like two weeks ago. She was like, what about before that? I was like, maybe like a week and a half ish a week. She's like, notice, don't think of like, oh, I'm crying again. Notice. Notice your prog- your progression of okay. Once I was crying every day, and then every other day, and every like, she made me realize that part. You can't get mad at yourself for feeling those things again and going through those things again. You just have you have to look at how much progress you have made because you've made so much progress, and you can't dwell on those bad days and be like, why am I still having bad days? It's like when was your last bad day? Two weeks ago. I'm like wow, I haven't cried in two weeks that that's a win like that that's big and I wasn't thinking of it in that way once I started to think of it in that way I was like wow yeah like I'm gonna let myself feel these things because I know that I feel them and then they go and then honestly like maybe it'll hit me again in three weeks or a month like I, I don't know but I'm gonna feel through it right now whatever I'm feeling and go about my day and um once I do that I feel so much better talking it out writing it out reading walking it out with movement it it's so healing all of those things just things that make you feel good and noting those things that make you feel good seeing what your best days are and do it again and do it again and do it again just I keep telling people I'm like although I've been going through it I'm like I love being single I love this era that I am in because honestly and I and I saw TikTok about this too like the beginning of when i was going through this i saw um this girl said she's like i love breakups you know why because there's no other time that you're going to be focusing there's no other time you're gonna be focusing on yourself more giving yourself more love giving like doing more things that make you feel good and uh just having fun because you're so sad that you just want to do things that make you feel good and you're not focusing on another person so you're just pouring everything into yourself like lean into that do that focus your time on that there's there's a time to be sad about things and and folk and like work through things and feel things but lean into the pouring everything into yourself what you gave this other person for however long you're with them give that to you because you need it you've needed it because even though like the relationship ended it ended for a reason there were things that were that was happening before That was taking things from you that you needed to be pouring into yourself. So now's the time to do that and to heal yourself from whatever it is. Even if the breakup was like random, if it was happening over a period of time, like how I was going through it for months, whatever it is, this is your time to heal from all of those things. Sorry, Natalia was asking me what nail color she needs. Priorities, you guys. I'm sorry. She said, hurry. Hurry. I said, I'm here. I'm reading this book right now that I could not recommend enough. I am like maybe 40 pages. No, I'm a little bit farther than that. I think I'm like 50 pages-ish into it. I don't even know. I just, I can't stop reading this book. I just started it yesterday and it is everything that I needed and more. And I cannot recommend it enough to someone that is going through any type of loss, not even just like a breakup, but a loss of person a loss of a job anything that you need to heal from this book is called when you are ready this is how you heal that is my mind blowing because that's what happened when I started reading this book reading it right now is amazing um but I definitely wish that I that I found it maybe a couple months earlier too because there are a lot of things that when I read it honestly I'm on like the the right path of it, like of the first couple like pages of like healing, I've been on the right path, which I've been very uh, proud of myself for when I was reading it. But if you don't know, like if you want to heal and you're starting that journey, this is definitely, definitely going to help you. But there's one expert I am going to find on my phone and read it to you guys because I highlighted it the other day and I actually posted it on my story because it is something that just really, really hit me. It says, life contracts before it expands and pulls back before it leaps forward. Honestly, I'm going to be reading expert excerpts from this book over time uh, because it has just been so prevalent in everything that I'm going through. But this was the first line I highlighted in the book. You are going to feel like the worst and feel so sad before you feel so good. Honestly, you have to go through these hard times and these times of loss and these times of change and times of being uncomfortable to be sprung into Your next season of life and where you're supposed to be you're meant to be there and you're ready to be there because of these things that you went through and what you learned from those experiences there have been so many opportunities that have like been popping up in my life and not and not even anything I'm doing different and that's another chapter of the book that said it was like your life is going to change when you're literally in the same exact place you're not doing anything different but these opportunities are going to come and you're going to be like why why cuz you are making room and making space for what is meant in your life and what is supposed to be here it sucks like it sucks to think like i'm like why did i have to lose him why did i have to lose this person why did i have to lose this thing to get what i want life sucks sometimes okay things don't make sense and that's just the truth you sometimes you have to lose to gain i'm going to read you guys something that like very close to after my breakup I wrote down because this girl said that she did this and then she felt so much better afterwards and she kept going back to it and reminding herself like over time whenever she was going through things or feeling sad about things so easy going through a breakup over time to just miss the good times and to forget the not so good times and when you're only thinking about the good times you're like god I miss it like I just want to go back so you have to write down like and remind yourself Of the not so good times or just write things down that you want to go back to and remind yourself of why you made the decision that you made. And I know it's a little bit different for me because I'm the one that did the breaking up because I was the one that I was the one that like, you know, made it final, which I don't know which one is better, like the breaking up or being broken up with. I don't know, although I think being broken up with sucks and it comes out of nowhere and it's like that rejection I almost think that it's better in a way I don't know going through a breakup at all it, it sucks I don't hope I don't wish it on anyone honestly unless it needs to happen then hallelujah when you're being broken up with you don't really have a choice but to move on like you're like okay now I'm in this new healing journey now I'm, you know in my me era but when you're breaking up with someone you're like did I make the right decision and that like tore at me so much over time I was with self-reflection and talking to people I was affirmed I did make the right decision I know that I did because no matter what I knew that I needed to focus on myself and I know that this time was was necessary and this space was necessary. And I knew that even even right after the breakup. But it was something that just kept going through my mind. Like, did I, did I make the right decision? Is this what I'm supposed to do? So I wrote these things down. I'll tell you who I found them from as well. The amount of self-discipline I have to not start singing into this microphone. I feel like goddamn Christina Aguilera. I just want to start. It's raining man. Hallelujah. It's raining man. I want to sing so badly. Is that a thing? Is that like a a podcast episode where you sing? That's literally just a song. Okay. I'm going to shut up now. Let me find this. This is from Shelby Sacco. Okay. Even though my heart is heavy with the loss of my best friend in my life, I know that my pain is necessary to transform me and my world into my dream self. Here is what I know. I have learned so much from this relationship and I have learned so much about myself. It's okay to have a different heart. It's okay to feel sadness when someone has to leave your life. I cannot fault someone for not having the qualities I possess or not having the qualities that I want them to have. I am going to be okay and it's okay that I'm not right now. I'm conscious and able to recognize that this is necessary for me to find true happiness. I'm becoming exactly who I am meant to be, and that person knows better than to choose a boy over herself and her future. I will not let feelings of hate, anxiety, jealousy, or pain derail me from my focus. I am loved, I am important, I am discovering my own self-worth through this experience. I cannot control someone else's actions, thoughts, or future self. I can only control my own actions, thoughts, and future self. When the sadness comes in a wave and I feel it heavy, I will let myself mourn the loss of that person, those memories, and that life. But I will remind myself that that change is hard, really fucking hard at first, messy in the middle, and glorious at the end. That one got me. That one got me for sure. I am accepting, understanding, and aware of the time it will take me to heal from this loss, but find peace in knowing that this loss is necessary to gain. I am grateful for this entire experience and choosing myself and my future. I am proud. That's one thing that I had to keep reminding myself. Well, two things. Like, the this loss is necessary to gain. And that I'm so proud of myself. I'm just really proud of myself. And that has really created such a great relationship with myself because I just keep saying like i i'm I'm so proud that I made this decision I'm so proud that I am working through this I'm proud that I'm letting myself feel my emotions I'm proud that I chose myself I chose me um I'm proud of myself that I made that decision because it was a really fucking tough decision I'm just so happy that i'm that I've made it to this point because um Just thinking of how tough everything was and everything it took me to make that decision, but I would make it over again. I'm just telling you guys that like if you are in that situation to make a decision like that, you are strong enough to make that. It might not feel like it and you might feel like you need that person because I couldn't remember life without that person and I was honestly a lot of the time choosing the relationship because I didn't want to lose that person in my life but it's like, this is your relationship. This is your life. Like, is this, is this what you want? It's okay that like people change and it's okay that people become different people and it's okay that things didn't work out. I was really scared. Like when I was telling, when I was going to announce the breakup, because, um, (laughs) like I even caught a comment. Someone was like, well, did you try? Did you try? (laughs) But like, did you try (laughs) <laughs> but did you try to save the relationship I, tr- I don't have to let comments get to me and it didn't get to me but I was just like a little <laughs> like I tried a little bit maybe like for a day like what I was scared to get comments of people like but why didn't you keep trying why didn't you keep you know I felt like I owed it to the person to like keep going. But at a certain point you just like can't anymore. And I didn't have anything left of myself to put into it. So I had to step back to like recharge myself. And within that decision came the right decision. You know, it was like, this is how things are supposed to be. And this is how things are working out. You know, you know, Oh, I haven't thought of that. I haven't thought of like trying for my relationship, (laughs) but don't let anyone feel like you, you should have given another chance. You know, if you made that decision, you know, that's right for you. Maybe I support you. You know, you better than anyone, you know, your relationship better than anyone. Like don't let someone else feel like, did you try harder? Well, you should have given another chance. No, you don't know what my relationship is. You don't know like what was, what was happening and what our dynamic was and what conversations we had. I did want to mention that with everything that I'm saying, I've said it before and I said it in my breakup video, Ethan and I are on really good terms. We're friends. We're not people that talk all the time, but we are cordial with each other and we're not strangers. It's such a tough thing to navigate post-relationship, but it's just another thing that we're kind of like taking day by day and seeing like how we feel, times that we do talk. And I don't really have much to say about it just because I'm figuring it out as I go along. And both of us are. A lot of people say that it's really good to have like no communication right after breakup. And there was like a lot of time where we didn't talk and it was like maybe here and there. It was how are you, but really like short things. If one of us feels that us being in communication is not helping their healing journey, then we would go from there and like say that but i think even post breakup i think we have good communication about those things and how we feel about checking in on each other or following each other and seeing each other's posts and stuff it's a weird thing to navigate like i said so we're just we're just going going with the flow with it but everything that i say i mean with the best intentions and love towards Ethan and our relationship and everything that happened. Things don't work out and we were two kids that were in a relationship that are both of our first relationship and trying to figure things out that way and now we're in a time of our lives where we need to be alone and that's something that I've really realized post-breakup is I really needed to be alone at this time in my life to figure myself out and to just find myself. It sucks that I couldn't do that in the relationship but I I just couldn't I wasn't that wasn't working for me I really had to be alone and I think so does he have to be alone to figure his own stuff out and figure out some type of balance in his life we both have things that we're just working on and we're doing that separately everyone's breakups are different so it's really hard to tell a person what to do like people are like how do you how are you getting through your breakup how are you doing so well it's like every breakup is different and there's no timeline to it because people have asked me, oh, it's uh, however many months post your breakup and you're doing so well and like I, I still can't get through a day without crying. And I just tell them, be so patient with yourself and reiterate to yourself that you're proud because you have progressed from whatever day it is. Even if you're crying more than you were a couple of months ago, you have progressed because you've learned so much every single day. You've learned Things and you have to find those things that you've learned. You have to find the ways that you have progressed to remind yourself of that, because it's so easy to feel like you have gone backwards. But that that's never the case. It's never ever the case. You've always learned something. You've always progressed in some type of way. So you can't compare it to other people's journeys because there are people that I was like, wow. Well, there are relationships that they could be like such good friends right after and everything's fine. But then there's some relationships where they have to not talk for months or there's some relations where they cut off content, contact all of the way. And I'm like, which way, which one are we, what are we going to be? And you have to figure that out yourself and not compare it to anyone else's journey. There are things that I can tell you that are going to help and are going to help you through it. General things, you know, not really specific things. Taking it day by day is the biggest piece of advice I have and biggest piece of advice I have received. <laughs> the one thing that is so sad that's so different is our friendship. And although I said it's like the best that it could be like post breakup, I think right now it still sucks to lose your friend. But I've tried to fill in those gaps with obviously time with friends and family but honestly a lot of alone time you really really just have to sit with yourself and it's so important there's there's times where you where you need to fill it with distractions and your friends and doing things but there's so much where you have to be like i need to be alone because those are the times where are going to you're going to realize and reflect on how you feel and what you're going through and what you need to do now and how you're feeling and work through those feelings but also just figure out your new routine without this other person in your new life it could seem very very overwhelming and he- like huge it sounds like a really big task but it's exciting that that's another thing it's like you have to you have to look on the things that you're gaining and and the bright side of things again good to feel the feelings and feel the sad feelings but let yourself be hopeful and see the things that are going to be coming your way. And in those times that you're alone, you're going to realize the beauty in the little small things that are in your life. That the smallest, smallest things, like the smell of your coffee in the morning, like the sound of the rain when you're sitting in the car crying, Being at the beach and feeling like the sun on your skin, driving in the car and listening to one of your favorite songs, rolling down the windows and just that moment alone and feeling that kind of freedom. And this is something that's like, I don't, I don't think it even matters what type of relationship you had, but there is a sense of freedom when you're out of a relationship because you were just you freaking lone, ro- lone wolf. For five and a half years, six years, I was with this one person that I always told what I was doing. And it wasn't in like a weird way. It was just like a friendship way. It was a person that I talked to all the time. And now I have this like weird, I have this, I would say weird because it was a, such a weird feeling at first, sense of freedom and being an individual. It just like being, one person it's crazy it's great you look at life so differently I look at life as like I could do anything and I don't tell anyone what what I'm doing I don't tell anyone what I'm doing there's not someone to like talk to and, and check in with and whatever which is amazing I love like I love that I love that part of a relationship it's just different it's just it's just a different way of life that I am experiencing and I'm like I'll be sitting in the car and then I'm like, I'll go drive an hour to go try a new coffee place. What the heck? I'll go drive to the beach and I'll sit out, lay out in the sun for a couple of hours. Like, I do whatever the heck I want. I'm like, I have a couple hours to spare. I'm going to go do this. When before, it was like, okay, I'm going to go hang out with my significant other, which is amazing. Like, you know, love that. But it's just different. It's just different experiencing this. Booking that trip to New York was like huge. Spacing out this week, and I'm gonna go see my friend, and it's gonna be great, and we're gonna have so much fun, and and being there, and you know, not texting someone at home or missing someone at home. It was a, it was a weird sense of freedom, um, and again, not in a bad way, not not in a bad sense of freedom. It's just different. Um, it's new and fun, and that's another thing that's looking on the bright side of things. There is a part of that that's sad, but there's a part of it that's exciting and happy, and I'm choosing to focus on that okay, I've been talking for a while. I don't really know when to stop talking because like I said, I could say so many things about this topic, but there will be more podcast episodes. This is not the only one. Fingers crossed. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys have helped me through this process so much. Again, more than you know, more than you freaking know, your DMs and your comments get me through it. They get me through it. It's that. Connection that I've made online—that's just crazy—and uh, us helping each other. Honestly, you guys's comments on that YouTube video helped me see everything in a totally different light. If you want to feel different, go read the comments on that video. It—I'm just so proud of, I'm proud of our community that we have made on here, like our family and our friendship. It's just crazy. I like—that's crazy thing about the internet. There's so many sad and like bad parts of the internet too and about social media and everything but i'm so proud to say that our little corner of the internet there's so many positive things and i'm just so proud of us and i love us i love us and i love you and i love me and i love everything i love the universe i'm just feeling super grateful for everything and really grateful for you guys so thank you so much for tuning in and listening and i'll talk to you guys in the next episode